Hi, and welcome to Allegedly Fabulous. My name is Kevin Loftus, and I am your host and producer. We talk all about pop culture, politics, true crime, personal stuff, and honestly, just whatever comes up. You know what I mean? But everything is alleged. Do not at me. So let's get into it. Thank you so much for listening. Let's chat. Love you. It's Kevin Loftus. Welcome back to Allegedly Fabulous and Merry Christmas. Pretty sure this will be the last episode before Christmas. I mean, Christmas is already on Monday or something, and it's like Wednesday here. I am in Ireland, came back on, landed on Friday. Got that always forget, but always enjoy that like first gasp of Irish air. It's just so much more fresh. Sorry to be a yank, but it's the truth. And honestly, every extra minute I spend in this country, like the more, um, God, there's kids playing outside my car and they need to fucking stop. I'm going to slap them or crash into them. I'm not moving. I'm just sitting here in the car. Anyway, every, every minute I spend here, I feel more and more relaxed, except for when there's like annoying Irish people hanging out outside my car. But I am in town in Limerick City right now, literally just sitting in my car because I'm doing um, I brought my mom into her hair appointment. I'm going to pick her up as well, but I just figured I'd go and get a coffee and chill out. Of course, it was a nightmare getting an iced coffee, but I'm just so annoyed with everyone about that. But let's stay on topic. This episode was intended to be actually my... I had a holiday party the Friday before I left. A holiday party. I mean, I had the four guys over. Denny, Francisco, Daniel, the best christmas angels and we had takeout and we had edibles and we watched a movie and just had like it was just a nice little cozy night in and i sprung the mic on them while we were having dinner so got like a fun conversation out of that which we'll be listening to after this little chit chat um but i had to heavily edit it because the the sound wasn't great which makes sense because we were literally eating dinner and passing around my little phone with the mic on it but it was a cute little catch-up, and hopefully you'll find it fun. <clears throat> I'm just so happy to be here. I'm going to Lanzarote tomorrow with my whole extended family. Hopefully the weather will be good, but it'll be fun anyway. I'm chill. I have a fat pack of Lexapro with me. I'm on antibiotics. That's a whole other story, so I can't drink until Saturday. But I think Lanzarote will be nice. It'll be different. There's so much to do on the island. I just don't really know what our story is going to be because... My mom is like a pool girl. My sister and her kids, I think, are going to be tied to the pool pretty much. You know, because their kids, their hearts do too much else with. And then I have my brother-in-law, his sister and his mom and my dad. So I would love, because I would love to go up to like the volcanoes. I haven't been there since I was like eight. I would love to go to the volcanoes. My dad does want to do a cycle and maybe go to this small island. So I'll do that with him. But I kind of feel like I might end up just hanging out on my own somewhere, which honestly I'm so fine with. My new thing is hanging out on my own. I just love it so much. And also, I don't think I'm going to be a late night gay anymore. I think I just want to... Obviously, if you end up out late in general, that's fine. But my new thing is like just have a couple drinks on a patio. I just don't ever need to plan to be out past midnight because it's never that fun for me. That kind of brings me to my 2024 New Year's resolution, which is it's just kind of mind my own business. It is mind my own business, but it's also just like continue doing me more as if I haven't been doing that enough already 
But yeah, just keep doing me and mind my own. And like, I'd rather have people talk about me than be talking about anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Because people get under my skin. Little things get under my skin. And I'm basically kind of like, as much as I can, trying to move away from even that, letting that affect me at all. I'd rather just live boldly as myself and be getting under other people's skin, if you know what I mean. So yeah, it's a little vague. I haven't quite put my head around how to articulate it, but that is my New Year's resolution. In other news, I am taking a break from Ozempic. I feel like I've also turned a corner with that, kind of an unexpected one, because I was getting, I was, in a way I was starting to rely on it because it was working and I was like, this is great. And I lost what? Eight to 10 pounds, which is great and amazing. I think I have about six weeks left supply. But basically what I noticed was, so again, it was Rivelsis I was on, it was the morning pill, you take it with two ounces of water, don't eat anything or drink anything for 30 minutes after. And it works pretty well, I think. But I kind of noticed some days it works better than others. And then I kind of put the pattern together in my head that the days that it doesn't work well are days where I'm very tired or I am a little bit unwell for some reason or I am like slightly hungover because those days basically my hunger is too much that it kind of breaks through the Ozempic if you know what I mean like if that makes sense again like I'm not a doctor I'm just sharing my experience because this might not actually be set makes this might actually be accurate at all this could be a placebo for all I know but this is how I felt it was happening so basically the hunger would be too much even though I'm on Ozempic so like I would end up kind of eating a normal amount anyway so it's kind of like this is an, this is kind of a waste of the pills and I also the other thing was it was kind of making I think I spoke about this before it's making me like a pregnant person that I had weird cravings and um wanted to eat weird things would turn me off like certain types of coffee would turn me off that I would normally enjoy whatever and it's hard to eat protein. You just don't want to touch, you don't want to touch anything that's going to be like, all the easiest thing to eat is carbs and sugar. Now, I'm not saying that's all that I ate because that's not the case, but to eat like chicken breast was kind of hard. So, and I kind of was just like, I lost the weight and I'm, I'm so much happier with how I look physically. It's, it's funny because people say that they don't even notice it on me. And some people say they do, especially on my face. But a lot of people said they don't notice it on me, but I do notice it on myself. I just feel like I don't have a big fat belly anymore and I don't have as much weight on my face which was kind of the main thing that was stopping me feeling comfortable just from being seen out and about it's embarrassing to have a chubby face like it's just embarrassing so I am kind of past that critical point which is nice but basically I feel like all roads lead back to healthy eating and exercise because I was looking again at lipo I was like should I just be getting lipo and I was just like none of it works in on its own anyway you have to go back to healthy eating and exercise even Ozempic is a help. It's a big help, and I'm so grateful for it. But it's not a silver bullet. Like, you kind of need to eat healthy and exercise. You just need to eat healthy and exercise. So, the whole thing has kind of helped me shift my mindset a little bit. So, and I like cracked this new salad recipe that I'm like excited about. So, because it's like really easy and tasty and filling. So, anyway, a couple of days before I came back here, I just stopped taking it and I just figured, let me try to, because I'm going to have so many of those days anywhere where it's not going to work because I'll be hungover, there'll be Christmas food around, my sleep is going to be all off, like, it's just a bit of a waste to be doing it. So, I just figured, let me take a couple of weeks off, I'm going to have to go off in six weeks anyway because that's all I have left, and let's focus on getting the good habits in place so that's kind of where I'm at now. And I'm hoping basically that I can 
enjoy my Christmas but maintain my weight like not go up a pound at all and also but not necessarily try and lose weight while I'm here because I just want to be slow and steady and manageable at this point um, rather than like really focus on losing weight like who cares I'm at a grand weight now I'm like actually really happy with my weight so I that's the plan and then because I would like to go down another 10 pounds I'd say so I think I'll wait till like late January-ish. Hopefully I'll be settled in my routine. I'll be thriving and I'll be losing weight slowly anyway. And then maybe the Ozempic could help me just get down that 10 pounds. Because it's so much easier. If the Ozempic can kind of give me a push to get it down, it it's a lot easier to maintain, right, than actually lose. I mean, losing is hard. It's really hard. And you just can't get your foot off the pedal. Do you mean everything you do, you pay for it? So like, you know, I had a Sunday the other night and I had ice cream last night but I didn't eat that much the rest of the day overall but it's like everything you do you pay for it so I'm kind of conscious of that now in a kind of a way that I feel like my brain never took on fully before so I don't know whatever that's the story with that I watched leave the world behind the new Julia Roberts movie on Netflix with my parents last night I actually really really enjoyed it it's like an end of the world type thing about this like family and they're in New York and it's kind of like it's nice because it's like it's a it, it, I thought it was just so smartly done but it kind of starts to feel like a classic movie and like a classic like blockbuster but then it was like really thoughtful and unusual and kind of went in really different ways and usually I love an end of the world film but I typically want to see the explosions and stuff and I'm disappointed if it's not about that if it's more of a drama and this kind of was more of a drama I would say and had like maybe slightly thriller or whatever I don't know but I don't know what you would describe it because it was kind of pulling it was like artistic it was pulling from all different genres and I'm not an artistic girl I'm not an artistic girl but I thought it was really really good I really enjoyed it my parents were like on the fence about it but I think they came around um, I thought everybody was really good in it like Julia Roberts and Fraser I wasn't really thinking about her because all the other actors were really good I don't know any of their names but especially the guy that owned the house and his daughter like everyone was really good because but even Julia because like I forgot I was looking at Julia Roberts I totally believed her character and her character wasn't particularly likable which I think is interesting for Julia because she always typically plays someone who you completely fall in love with and I did like her but it wasn't like a likable character um, I loved the guy that owned the house but highly recommend I feel like Netflix always does one good big Christmas movie um, they also have the Jodie Foster movie about her doing a big swim, which I want to watch. And I actually have a full list. I might post it on Instagram or on Netflix or Prime, because that's what we have here. Or they're on some Irish channel. It's kind of the one thing that me and my family do together. And they're very, 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 very picky. And they've actually seen everything. My dad has seen almost every single movie. So I like to have like a lot of good options. I do never like to sit down not having the movie in mind because it, you could be 45 minutes figuring that shit out and then you're just annoyed. So I don't want to do that. And it's just kind of a fun, like, nice Christmassy thing for me to do. It's an almost like, like a childlike pastime. But speaking of children, it was so nice and sweet to see my little, my sister, of course, and my niece, Grace, and my nephew, Dylan. Oh, Grace is so cute. She is, Hannah Flynn said to me, she's been sent on this earth to humble you. And it's true. I adore her. She said I stank, which was true because I had had a spray tan. And um, sorry to everybody on that Erlingus flight, but whatever and she's like why do you have a beard and I'm just like Grace like don't do this to me now like you know I have gender dysphoria children are the fucking devil for this shit 
and she just she does work me to the bone with playing like but she's just so cute and fun and funny um and she does frighten me like you know she was like let's have a pillow fight but the pillow fight just basically involved her eyes going completely black picking up a pillow and beating the shit out of me i don't think she's quite developed empathy yet do you know what i mean i think that comes later and that's fine and then dylan oh my god little baby dylan he's only one and he's just like such a lovely age but he's terrified of me terrified of me um he literally just stares he does not take his eye off me he's just not used to me at all i was here in august and he was much more normal um but i suppose he, and he's developed a lot since then do you know what i mean so i think he's just a lot more conscious yeah because he was basically asleep the whole time when i was here in august and it's only been three months so he's much more of like a full little human now but yeah he is just terrified but he's so sweet like his skin is so fucking soft it's unbelievable so cute uh, but it's just going to be lovely to play with them in the pool I'm just hoping it's warm enough because you know I'm very fragile like so hopefully it'll be warm enough but yeah I'm excited to play with them in the pool in Lanzarote and I just think it'll be that part will be really fun I just I'm, I know I'm going to need a lot of alone time <laughs> but no it'll be good Grace is just fucking precious Come here to me. So I have to say a massive thank you for all the support on the greeting cards, especially to the five people who bought a pack. So we sold five packs, guys, which I don't know. I'm so happy with it. It's been such a fun thing for me, but um, I will have to get back to the board, uh, the drawing board with another MLM because this is not this is this was not the get rich quick scheme. It turned I was hoping it was going to be but um it's just honestly it was just kind of a more it turned out to be just a fun thing to do with you all my friends and like they are cute everyone hated the fucking slanty pink one like I, I keep getting comments about it to this day it's like not even a joke um the girls in ireland told me that like ireland is not ready for slightly slanted writing so i just need to fix it so for next year i will try and fix it but it's honestly gonna have to be on to bigger and better i will probably continue to do this every year just use them as my own cards and throw throw it all link up but i like i said it's it's not the fucking sales killer that i was fucking hoping for but i mean i didn't really bother trying to advertise on etsy or anything like that i just fucked it up onto my instagram but no sincere thank you though to um everyone who just had a laugh with them and everyone who commented said they were cute and like everyone who did promo videos for me i'm so weak i think i still have another promo video to post of one of the girls here because i gave all i gave the girls all like the cards and i started taking videos of them but then i just got too drunk and kind of moved on with my life but um the promo videos gave me fucking life i was crying laughing at every single one who did we have we had daniel francisco denny Peter Quinn, Leah, Elsa, Leah at Home of Fashion in Soho. And then trying to get all those girls to pose with the cards. Like, I'm just so weak. Like, the antics. Um, truly adore you all. And um, I'm literally just smiling here thinking about it. So thank you for having a laugh with me on this one. And guys, it's, it's the end of year one of Allegedly Fabulous. And I guess thank you for bearing with me in general. It's been fun. I don't really know where this is going to go. If I'm even going to keep 
add it to the extent that I have been or like what content we'll be doing next year. But I have really, really enjoyed it. And thank you all for like all the lovely comments and everything. And I truly hope you have the most lovely Christmas plans and you're just chilling like a villain at this point. I know a lot of you are still working to the bone right up until the end and but yeah put on some fucking christmas music for yourself take alexi so that you do not have to listen to your annoying family if you do not have access to a lexi if fat drink will do and if you are hung over the next day another fat drink will also help and yeah just like i don't know put on a scarf that you like or something something that makes you feel like cute and christmasy Watch a movie. I don't know. Just have the best Christmas, guys. New Year's is gonna be. Sh- New Year's is always shit. So I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get into that. But just enjoy Christmas, and I truly adore you. Hopefully, I'll see you soon in the new year, and we'll have some fun together next year. Just have, just have. I'm fucking ranting. What am I doing? Like I'm sitting in, sitting in this car in Limerick City, but like, oh, you know what? Spend some time. Do some reflection. What am I like, Oprah? Do some reflecting. Think about what you want for next year. What do you want the year to look like? I feel like just put that in your head and it'll just come true for itself. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. We'll see, like. But no. Thank you so, so much. I am going to leave you with the chit-chat with my friends and our little holiday party. Um, but Merry Christmas from... Everyone at Allegedly Fabulous, i.e. me, Kevin Loftus, and thank you for listening, and thank you for everything that's here. Love, love, love. Bye. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome back to Allegedly Fabulous. <laughs> We're doing a group episode tonight. This is Kevin. We have Denny. Hi. Francisco. This is a surprise podcast. Yeah, sorry. For me. Guys. Here to spill the tea. <laughs> okay, what were you saying? You hold the mic while you Oh, I was just going to tell you guys a funny story about my mom. So we were just talking, by the way, listeners, we were just talking about the overhead lighting is on because we need to be able to see and eat dinner together as a family. And it reminded me of my Italian-American upbringing. And my mom, who's insane, she, Linda? she's nuts, Linda. So my, I, I think you guys know that my family owns a roofing company in upstate New York. So we, I didn't realize, I, I haven't called the business number in a very long time for some reason. And so I called the number to just go and say hello to my, I called the number to call to say hi to like my, I wanted to say hi to my brothers because they were working. And I called the business number and I didn't know that they had this new like answering service. Mm. It's like, hello, thank you for calling. So it's not your family. No, it is, but not, not, it's like you have to go, you have to get past this like, Sounds like a gay man who like answers the phone. Is it an actual person or is it? It's like a person slash recording. He's like, hello, thank you for calling Padula Roofing. For commercial, please press one. For residential, please press two. For Linda, please press three. She gets her own line. I died. You dialed three, right? Died. No, God, no, I didn't dial three. Everyone's like, what happens if you dial three? I'm like, well, a loud... Like, hard of hearing boomer answers the phone with like MSNBC blasting. <laughs> yeah, you're immediately burnt. <laughs> you go up in flames. <laughs> anyway, I just thought Linda. that was so. I just died laughing. My brothers were like, we thought we were waiting for you to call and hear 
mom, mom's <laughs> line. Anyway. Why, did, why does she get her own line? Yeah, she's insane. Because she, like, girl. owns the business, technically. Girl Where do you want to go? She's a... Um, I'll sit here, I guess. Girl she's boss. the, um... She's, she's sort of, like, the... She's she the president. the business. With my dad. With your dad. Yeah. Oh, this looks so good. I could just do a salad and a soup. I mean, what's the point? Well, We're going to JoJo's and getting a salad and a soup. I mean, I'm like, I'm like a normal day. Yeah, yeah, fair. Like when I'm trying not to eat. <clears throat> By the way, I don't eat. Listeners. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> By the way. Guys, I didn't take my Ozempic today, actually, because I just, I was just like over it. Is that something that you do every day? Usually, yeah. But <laughs> I was just like, is this, I think because when I'm underslept, it doesn't work anyway. So I was like, fuck this. But anyway, and we're not getting off the train. I was just like, what I didn't want to take it today. Your... Probably. <laughs> Good work. Wait, what? Like, oh, like, right? like w- losing weight. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I'm obviously going really rogue. I can see that your face is thinner. Thank you. You've lost weight. Huh? You, I, I can like under this massive lighting. Uh, <laughs> it's um... the motel lighting. <laughs> we can't dim it a little bit. Oh, how do you? How are you dim it? He doesn't have a dimmer. <laughs> What is this, the Ritz? Call, call the super. <laughs> Not the Ritz. Okay, so I just got... It's the rest. I haven't been out of the house all week. I just went to go to get a spray tan. She knows, like, what I do. And... The guy at my spray tan place hit on me, and he's so hot. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm shook. I'm shook. I go in. It's I go to this place all the time, every week. Palm Beach spray tan. Not sponsored. So should. it's it's not the first time that he has seen you. He's seen me once before, and they always have a different person there every time, like almost every time, and they're mostly women or like homosexuals, family. homosexuals like intense homosexuals. So this guy's like really beefy. He's a beard. He's gorgeous. He looks Italian, mm. and I go in and he's like, oh, "I'll be there in a second. And then he walks over and he's like, "Oh, you're really cute." Ooh. And I was like, uh, I was like so shocked. And he's like, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, I know. Uh, he is Italian. He is he Italian. Was he was giving Denny. He was he giving, giving Denny. And I was giving shy. I was like, I don't. Also, the fact that he cares, you have a boyfriend. I mean. Well, I think it's just the second thing you say, right? Denny knows. Not in LA. I don't care. Are you single? But it's yeah. just like, even if he doesn't care, it's like, I don't know. That's like what you say. In right? Denny world, it would be, what's your deal? What's your deal? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Are you si- I've asked, are you single many times? Early. So then he's like, okay, what's your last? He's like, like that asshole Greek guy. Sorry. You're good. He's like checking me in, and then he checks me in, and then he brings me back. He's like, do you need a hairnet? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he brings me back, and he like walks into the room to put like my color in the thing, and he's looking at me. He's looking at me and smiling, and I'm like smiling, but like I'm not going to that room with him. I always give them their space, like to do their thing, and then I walk into the room, and he's like, do you need a tour of a machine? Uh- I was, uh, I was like, I got uh, it. <laughs> I would have said yes. Really? I know, Give but you know I'm shy. I'm shy. Where is the bathroom? Show me the bathroom. Show Where me the bathroom. <laughs> mm. Give me a tour. Show me the disabled bathroom. <laughs> um, so then when I leave, he like he freaks me out because he's in a different corner of the room and I'm coming out. And he's like, hope to see you again. And I'm parked right outside the front. And in my little golf, I like squeezed into this spot. So it takes me like... 
It takes me a minute to get the fuck back out of the spot to the point where he starts walking out. I think he was going to try and, like, direct I me. am obsessed with this right now. I really want you to be a damsel in distress in this moment. I literally Please was, except in. I was, like, a squeamish deer. <laughs> because, like, I was already, like, halfway onto the road at this point, and, and, like, when I saw him coming out, I just, like, scrammed and, like, went straight into traffic and drove him out of the way home. Did you give him your number? No. Well, you'll probably see him again. I'm going to see him again. Oh, no problem. Okay. I'm Good. working on it. Alright. Alright. I yeah. love that. Okay, I have four questions for you, but do you guys want to wait until you're done eating? No. They can eat. Um, Daniel, you look scared. No, I'm not. I've just had it all week. Okay. I'm very excited yeah. to hear those questions. I'm not going to ask you who you trust the least. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Okay, have you Who listened? Who do you hate the most? <laughs> have you, have you, who's listened to Pink Friday 2? Who what? Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday 2 came out today. They're not listening. But right, I nobody listens. Sorry, Nicki. That there's a new Nicki song featuring Drake. What's, what's Gag City? That's like the... Oh, that's the funniest part, actually. She, I don't know, her, all her friends... She mentioned, like, oh, I'm taking you to Gag City at some point, and then all of her fans on... Okay. Yeah, because you the can... Screen. Now on AI, it's like, show Britney Spears in Gag City, and then people are posting, like, Britney Spears has arrived in Gag City. It's like this pink AI city. It was, like, really funny online. But then when the but album yeah. came out, everybody was like, oh, this is, like, really bad, and everyone just, like, stopped talking. Oh, shit. It was like, uh, it was like Rockets leaving from Gag City, you know? What's the lead single? Is there one? There's no lead single. I don't know what's not she's doing. one. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Or there's one with um, J. Cole. But uh, there's no video or anything. Good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, good. I like the album. It's just it's nothing groundbreaking. She also is like some of the samples are a little bit like like she sampled girls. Girls, I want to have fun. It's a bit like cynical. Needle feeling. Needle you know? featuring Drake. I feel like that one might be the same. How does the song sound cynical? I think it's cynical to like sample a major song because it's like an easy hit. Oh yeah. Oh, that's like the trend though. Sure. Right. I wonder how much money they have to give the original. Uh, they have to have a bajillion dollars. Probably a lot. I, I bet it's like an e- almost an equal split. Like, Is it like 50-50? Like whenever they make the original? You have to pay an enormous fee, first of all, to use the sample. And then, then there's royalties. Okay, that was my second question. Is when, there, when are we getting that bop single from you that you were talking about? I have to, f- I have to finish recording it. Oh, it's not done. I, I think we're gonna do it next Sunday or next Saturday. Okay. Because we have our show at the Viper Room on the seventeenth. Okay, cool. What's coming? Next so I'll time? be in good voice by then. I'll be in like better voice because I'm gonna wreck it tomorrow with this fucking gig. The song that I was telling you about, hands on. Um. I had been playing with chord progressions for like a week and I've been kept playing the same fucking chord progression. I kept just going, sitting at the piano and just playing it constantly and just wanting to make this nail it. So I just kept playing this chord progression on the piano and then I got to the studio with Danny and I was like, listen, I had this idea. Oh, and I had already come, oh, and I had already, so the chord progression was separate and then I also had a voice note of me just fucking around singing with no music in my apartment on my phone just being like, let's get hands on. Like, I was just singing this idea. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this goes perfectly with the chord progression. How cool. So then I went to Danny's, to the studio, and I was like, I have an idea. And though he got the piano going, 
got the like keyboard going on the his system. So he plays the piano too. He he plays everything. He he's a drummer technically, as you know, when we have shows. So I'm like, let me play this progression for you. I was like, dun, 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 dun. he was like, okay, and then he, he pressed record. He doesn't play with Dick. He what? He doesn't play with Dick. He doesn't play with Dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he plays with Cap. Um, <laughs> but that's his wife's name. Great. <laughs> speaking of Dick, my question for you, Daniel. When you go to Brazil, yeah. are you going to find yourself or are you going to find Dick? Well, I think those two go hand in hand, right? <laughs> Do they? I think they can. Finding yeah. myself equals finding Dick. I guess I've been doing that. Have you found yourself yet? No. I but. think for me, it's not a priority, but I'm obviously going to have Grinder. No, of course. No, I just want to hear more about your plans for... I wonder what Sniffies is like over there. You know, like, I think I, I haven't really done much planning. I know that we're going to do the carnival. I don't know, like, so supposedly Nate, Christian, and Frankie are supposed to come with me. Oh, nice. Oh, Brad um, Biggs wants to go. Do you know him? Yeah, Brad Biggs wants to go. He's hot. No idea who he is. Hi, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's on the phone. And very sweet. He's very fun. Very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Fun or fun? Fun. Oh, fun. He's gorgeous. He's, like he's beautiful. Former Mormon, Utah, blonde. Like he looks like he'll show up at your door, and you'll be like, mm, what "Wait, fuck? so he's going or he wants to go? He wants to go, or he is going? Wants to go? He's going. Go. He wanted us to go, but I think he's going anyway. Okay, I think that you're gonna have to send me his info. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't really planned anything out. I don't like, know. What are you gonna do with your days? So sure. I took the whole month off. Oh, you're not working. So I'm That's not working. Right. Starting the 8th, I'm not working. Oh my gosh. Um, January 8th? February. 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 Right. I want to make like this little like cool project of like just vlogging my adventures and like put posting them up on YouTube or whatever. I was telling Frank about this. Having like kind of like a theme of like traveling with my dog. Because I want to take Willow with me everywhere. Um... But aside from that, I haven't really looked into anything in particular. You're close to the, the ocean, right? I'm literally, my apartment is literally two blocks away from the ocean. Oh my god. Wait, this is in, in the neighborhood. Uh, so. Oh my god. You are going to get so much tail. So we'll see what happens, but I am not like. We'll see what happens. Why do you think I'm saving all my prep? <laughs> Hoarding all your prep. Oh my god. Okay, that's so exciting. And then from so you're gonna you're not sure how long you're gonna be there, right? And then you go. So my Airbnb is for like a month, and then I don't know if like I want to extend it. Maybe I like fall in love with the city and I want to extend it a little bit longer, or I want to I might want to try Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. So that is also an option, um, but I'm just taking it day by day. And honestly, like after one month, if like work just becomes too much then I'll probably just (coughs) I'll quit and then just like not work for a few months and then when I get back here I'll just look for another job that's my plan how do you manage your properties while you're away everything is kind of like automated like I have obviously like I don't have a property manager for my Airbnb so everything is done through um, like they message me on the app and then like they say Hey, like my sink is clogged up, and then I have a plumber that goes in the next day. 
I'm imagining like meeting one of the tenants and being like, hey, like the door is broken, and then like a hologram of Daniel comes up. <laughs> <laughs> on the beach Hello. And it's like, hey, thank you so much for um, your message. Um, <laughs> it's actually been so fucking annoying lately. Um, like the sinks got clogged up because there was a shit ton of hair. Because I have four women living there, and it's not cheap. It's no. like four hundred bucks to get that shit done, and it's like that. The hot tub, right? it's like the hot tub that like broke and it cost me four fourteen hundred dollars to fix. Oh my god! That same month, I had like plumbing issues, so I had to get half of the plumbing replaced, which was eleven thousand six hundred that I didn't have, so I had to take out a loan for that. So it's like continuously just like things come at you. I do make money, but it gets like taken away like that because yeah. like you don't know the expenses so i'm kind of banking on the appreciation of the houses yeah more, more so than just like making money because two years ago i think i told you like my hvac system and the water heater broke at the same time and it cost me twenty seven thousand dollars to replace holy shit and i just finished paying that off literally last month that's like a student loan yeah did you live in one of these houses i did i lived in one i lived in that one for one year the big one Wow. What the hell were you in? It was a whole fucking... I think that's what led to my breakup with my ex, to be honest with you. Cause we you were like, let's buy a six-bedroom house. <laughs> we, no, so we went into... We were living in San Francisco at the time. Uh-huh. Pandemic hit. Everything shut down. Probably just like here. Everything shut down, and we were paying all this money for nothing because we couldn't do anything. So our leases ended, and we were like, let's just invest. Well, it was my idea because I had the money. So we started looking at like Hayward, which is like a cheaper area of the Bay Area. We looked at Palm Springs and we also looked at Sacramento because we had just done like a half marathon the year before and we liked it in the area. So we started looking and this was literally the third house that we looked at and we fell in love because we wanted to go into it with the idea that we were going to live in it for one year and then just leave because okay. it was mostly like a, go somewhere else. an investment. So we bought this house. It was actually five bedrooms two living rooms wow so we took we took one living room and turned it into another bedroom which is the bedroom that we stayed in so we closed off the walls we we like um obviously we didn't do it but we hired someone to like add in a closet so it was like legit turned into a six bedroom home and uh lived there for free because all the tenants were paying for everything and we were oh, able to so you, you had on your roommates. Own. You had housemates. We had housemates, which is what made the relationship so hard because it was our first time living together. And and being like, landlords. Landlords. Oh my god. And we hated. Hopefully, no one hears it from. There's my fifteen listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Are um, they, uh, we did not, we did not get along with most of them, so no, we were fighting. We like so. just did not feel at home. So that's why the like second. Legally, if you buy a house and you get an, F- an FHA loan, you have to live in it for one year. Otherwise, it's illegal because they give you like a um, like a oh, yeah. family loan versus an investment yeah. loan. Yeah. Um, so we stayed there for one year. And I mean, I got very lucky because we were able to save everything because it wasn't just like not paying rent or more, a mortgage. It was also like middle of the pandemic. So we weren't doing anything. So like... Imagine like all these times that we've hung out on the weekends. If like that didn't happen, you would have so much money saved up. Yeah. Right. Thousands. Tell me about it. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, you check your statement on the weekend, Rhonda. and you're <clears throat> forty dollars. 
$30 for a water bottle and a fucking vodka soda. $56 at high tops. $56 at high tops. Another $56 at high tops. Fuck my life. God. Hi, Tops, if you're listening. Lower <laughs> your prices. Chill the fuck out. Buy two, get one free. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Cut it down. It's ridiculous. But it's not as bad as the Abbey, at least. Oh, the Abbey's yeah. even worse. I it's like $17 for... So but actually, I want to go out on Sunday and do Sunday Monday. Because it's my last weekend here, if anyone wants to. Oh. I'll be around. Dennis <laughs> like, oh. I'll be around. I have dinner. I have a dinner, but I, I'm around. Denny, you have so many plans. I don't know. I know like, if I, I were have... to look at your schedule, I would feel just overwhelmed. I am overwhelmed. I am. Okay, Frankie, my question for you. <laughs> I'm passing on the baton. Hi. It's an easy one, <laughs> I think. Mm. We'll give you an easy one. So next year, I imagine you get like... <laughs> Israel versus the Palestines. Yeah, take take a side. Easy one. Go for it. No, I was just gonna ask you, like, if you were given like I don't know money to do a writing project of your choice, like what would it be? Would you do like mm-hmm. a soap opera? Would you do like an action movie? No, no, it'd be easy. Like, cause I'm doing it now. Like, uh, I bought. Oh, well, me and my manager got the rights to uh, the making of I Love Lucy. Ooh, and it's like, wow. yeah, and so which I is love like, this. so yeah, so I feel like putting resources for that would be cool because it's a really cool story that like not many people know, like just from a human standpoint, like a uh-huh. woman and a Cuban in like 1951, yeah. like Wait, owning Hollywood, like, that's a pretty big deal. So so yeah, there's been a movie, but you know, a movie oh, doesn't okay. go the TV show, whereas a TV show can really sort of like have a very uh, focused look at, at things, and so yeah, so you know, like she was like. Probably the first like diva that I worshipped as a young gay, like yeah. Nick at Night. Yeah, uh, they play her stuff, and like she was just like. And she was a fucking diva she in was. a good way, though. But like she was like a the diva that we would love. No, she. I mean, she has her eras. You know, the younger her, the little showgirl, and then I Love Lucy, where she was still glamorous but funny, and mm-hmm. like. I was gonna say to people who don't know who she is, like a two sentence synopsis. She was like a B-list actress and then starred in like the first TV show pretty much ever, I Love Lucy, and it was just so big. It was like the dominating culture it of like 19 of the 50s. The it watch. was like, yeah, like imagine American Idol in 2002. This yeah. was I Love was Lucy. Was she a fact supporter? She was. Oh, yeah. I mean, back then it wasn't like as prolific. She was it, a dancer. And she was like sort of her own boss. There was that was part of it too, right? So her, she so got control. her and her husband Desi Arnaz, who was a Cuban, um, they bought the they they basically owned I Love Lucy from the start. That was part of their contract, and they were like, we don't give a shit, like own it. And that's how they became like fucking billionaires. Uh, the rerun they invented the three camera setup. Uh, they pioneered um, like using audience laugh track and using the audience to like get a laugh. They pioneered. Where they created that? Because mm-hmm. again, like TV as we know it didn't really exist in 1951. It was like the first sitcom. Yeah, literally. Wow. Like maybe others were before, but not to this length, yeah. not to this you know success. So yeah, so that'll be fun. So just trying to work on that. Um, <clears throat> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love the old Hollywood That's stuff. That's so cool. It was just working on that today. Just like writing it, just trying to like you know crack it. Wait, so do you you work on it on your own and then you and your manager strategize on like how you're gonna sell it, or do you have yeah. other people working on it with you? 
Well, because right now it's just us. I mean, you know, like you got to package it. So yeah. like ideally, you know, I don't have a name, you know, as a writer. So having another writer attached that has a name would be helpful or having like a product, like a producer or an actor, you know, if we know anybody. But I think we just need to go to fucking high tops with a <clears throat> megaphone. <laughs> I well, I have to write it first. That's the thing. Like, I want to be able to write it. I think if I can deliver and execute, because if I had a name, I wouldn't have to write it and just pitch it. Like, right. Here's an idea. Here's a synopsis. Pay me, pay me, and then write it. But you know, it'd be cool to write it to sort of almost prove a concept. Like I can do this. Like, and honestly, I know it's probably annoying and really hard to make time for it and stuff. But I was just listening to the making of, or not the making of the OC, but the OC Rachel Bilson and the other woman who I'm obsessed with. Misha actually, Barton. No, not Misha Barton. Who was the one who played Julie? Oh, Bel- Melinda or something? The Fuck, mom? I really like her. The mom? She was like the ginger mom. Okay. Anyway, they have a podcast all about the making of the OC. And I saw that. The podcast is honestly kind of boring, but <laughs> somebody, the creators and some TV critic just made a book about the making of the OC. And it sounds... Scandalous, yeah. It's not even that scandalous. It just sounds like I, I'm... I actually got it on Audible, but I kind of want the physical one. It's like an oral history, so they interview the whole cast, all the creators, and just like totally tell the story of making the show. Creators were saying like they wrote the first seven episodes before it got like picked up, so they had like a really good like nice story. And then once it got picked up and started getting made, it was basically like they spent the entire four seasons trying to recapture the magic because yeah. they had the producers and the network down their ear and the cast freaking out and everything like that. So it's almost like a magical time in the creation of it. Yeah, sometimes there's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's why you know, they always favor less uh, interference from from the suits, from the executives. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Well, you also have to, like... Show business. I would imagine that you have to, like, conceptualize something that is has longevity. Like, lots of stories. Yeah. You know, how, like, can you tell the story? That's why I'm writing times. We Hope Fire Cop. <laughs> Fire Cop! Okay. Tell us. Any other? Well, no, I, I can't give all my ideas away on the show. Actually, is this is this censored that you talked about this? No, so yeah. Okay. Sorry. Also, I don't There's think no I have rights. any, no. you know, network execs listening. They might. But if you are listening, or Daniel's former tenants, they <laughs> hated you. Oh my god. <laughs> There's been a lot. You ruined his relationship. Okay. Any other um, cute stories or last words? Before we, we're, I'm about to do a fucking edible, a fat edible, I meant to say. And we're going to watch a holiday movie. We had a, I had a, yeah, it's been a good, a crazy week. I just, the December mad dash to the end of the year is so stressful and overwhelming. It's like, and then like you said, like I have a lot of social engagements. It's like everybody like wants to see you before the end of the year. I'm like, I will see you also in Jan. January is another month. You should do a video message. My God. So, yes, so I should. I can picture Denny posting it. Like, hey story. everyone, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, Love you. See you in so January. Anyone who I didn't respond to your inquiry, <laughs> you didn't make the cut for December. Sorry. But there's always February. Okay. And also, it's my show. It's just a week. <laughs> Literally gone for one week. Everyone's yeah. like, it's over. I'm like, guys, everyone. All right, that's what I was thinking about it because I've been to- I was talking to my colleagues today about like, I'm going on vacation on Thursday night to Ireland. And I was like, I can't believe I've only four days left. But like, it's for two weeks. Yeah. Like, we'll be doing it all again in two weeks' time. That is Literally. Okay, well, what's your goodbye message? I love you, Kevin. Um, have a great trip. I meant to, to the listeners, but thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, stay fabulous. Oh. Oh. Um, keep listening, because... Allegedly. 
It's allegedly a good podcast. It's <laughs> Ricky. Um, happy holidays, everyone. Bye, guys. Happy holidays. And just a quick follow-up on the spray tan story because I went before my flight on Thursday morning to get a spray tan and lo and behold, the good-looking man was there and we went full-on flirting again and he brought me in to the booth, put the cartridge in, left me in there, whatever, and I was like, great, thanks, Mel. And um, got undressed to go in. So I'm sitting there in my, like, tiny underwear and... I get a knock on the door and he is like oh did I put the I like peek my head out and he's like oh did I is it saying that I didn't put in the cartridge properly and I'm like no I think it's fine because I could hear the machine being like the booth is warm and ready and I was like no I think it's fine and he's like no I think I put it in wrong I was like I think it's fine and he was like I'm pretty sure I put it in wrong and I was like okay well do you want to come in and check and I'm naked like except for this g-string and so anyways he's like yeah I think I need to fix it so he comes in he did this on purpose like he comes in he walks over slowly to the thing he like pushes the cartridge in and he was like yep I put it in wrong oops and then he started kissing me it was so hot it was straight out of a porn and it was just such a funny and then I so I left then and, and I, I gave him my number and we texted a little bit that day I'm sure nothing's gonna come of it but like it was a fun experience for me to have like to be I'm listen I'm sure I'm that man's a rascal I'm sure I'm not the first I won't be the last but to be hit on in a public place is rare for me and I've had a fairly dry year let's be honest hopefully 2024 will be a bit better but of my own choice but it has been a bit of a dry year so it was just fun to have an experience like that, a kind of organic experience and to get attention like that. It was just such a funny like West Hollywood thing to do on my last day in West Hollywood before for in the end of the year. Do you know what I mean? It was like straight out of a 90s gay porn. So I loved it. Um, if you tell me the sauciest thing you've done this year in the comments or send me a DM. Bye guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I really appreciate you. You can find us at Allegedly Fabulous everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely please go ahead and give us a five-star rating if you liked it and a review. Share it with a friend you think will be interested. And we're on social media as well, pretty much everywhere. So Instagram at Allegedly Fabulous. Threads at Allegedly Fabulous, Twitter at Allegedly Fab, I think, and TikTok also at Allegedly Fabulous. And you can also get me on Instagram at Kevin T. Loftus. Thank you so much again for listening. Until next time, love you, bye. Allegedly. <laughs>